0: A FAM production for all things Mattress, FAM.news. Welcome to Just Stories with BT show that brings you remarkable stories of success, comedy, failure, and redemption directly from the people who've shaped the landscape of our professional worlds. You'll laugh. You might cry. But most importantly, you'll be motivated to keep pushing to become a better version of you. Just Stories skips the cheesy 10-step processes and long acronyms and gives you just what you want. Stories that truly matter and will impact your life. Meet your host, Brett Thornton, a father, retailer, speaker, motivator, and lover of storytelling. Your transformational listening starts now.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Just Stories with BT. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. Just a tick. <laughs> this is a different voice. Yes. This is not Brett. This is this is not BT. What's going on?
0: TK is back to take over the show to do our Bravo-style season rap show of season number two, which was incredible. Um, so I'm so excited that you're back, CK. Welcome.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be back. And it was such a phenomenal season. Uh, I know. I actually have a question for you before we move on. And, and I can talk about the season for hours and, and days even. So uh, before we dive in, can you remind us what season two was all about and uh, what inspired you to do this?
0: Yeah, great question. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting. This is probably um, an explanation that people may not expect, but um, actually the inspiration for this station came from my ex-wife who's- oh. One of my best friends. And, you know, obviously we co parent two kids together and we're very close. And she actually brought it up. I was, I was, I don't know, almost done with season one. I think I had recorded six or seven episodes and I was trying to think about what I should do for season two. And she just kind of off the cuff was like, Well, you did only have like one female on out of all the CEOs. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she's like, And isn't your industry like very underrepresented? It's like, Yeah. And then she's like, Isn't your whole team basically females? I'm like, Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, this is actually good. I'm like, wait a minute. Like there's something here. So that kind of sparked the idea in my head. And I started thinking about it. And then we had a bunch of conversations about, you know, you know, for you, like trying to like mentor you in this industry and get, you know, allow you to meet new people and Hey, who do you look up to and who can you listen to? And the reality is that, you know, there's so many industries out there that are really underrepresented, whether it's male, female, whether it's, your ethnicity, whether it's whatever, you know? Um, And the reality is, is that a lot of times these leadership roles, they don't align with the customer base. So Mm -hmm. let's use the mattress industry as as a perfect example of where one, where you've got all of these old white dudes running this industry. And yet the the consumer base is obviously basically 50-50, but typically in most relationships, the female or person identifying as female makes like 80, 90% of the buying decisions. Right, and so you've got this—the main person making the buying decision is nowhere to be found in leadership of all these companies. Which, which, if you think about it, like makes zero sense, right? Yeah. Um, and so the idea was, hey, maybe I can get some really powerful and awesome female executives in these underrepresented industries to just come on and enlighten myself and anyone else on, like, hey, how did you get in that industry? How did you make it past all of these hurdles? What were the hurdles? And then tell us, you know, like, what were your lessons and how do we get more people like you into leadership? Because we desperately need it in all these industries. That was the idea. And I knew a couple, um, you know, amazing women that I had met. And I was like, okay, I think I have a couple lined up. So I thought maybe I'd do four or five episodes, honestly. Like, I didn't really plan it out too much longer than that. And obviously, we ended up doing, what, 14 or 15 episodes. And it was really cool because it was like one would get recorded and then, you know, I would meet someone or someone would connect on social media or someone who I, I was on the show was like, Oh, you got to go talk. you got to talk to so-and-so. And I was yeah. like, well, do you know? So, and so yeah, dude, I'll connect <laughs> you. You know, it was so much easier than I think the first time when I was just like cold DMing people, but the idea of being, you know, I, what I thought was, Hey, let's just have a cool platform in this great discussion. It honestly turned out to be what I consider to be like a life-changing event because yeah. there are so many inspirational parts of these episodes. Um, I can't, I mean, we could go through every single episode and just list out these different things, but if you bucket it and you really truly listen to this as a package, if you went through and listened to this as a, an executive in one of these industries, there are so many things that you can take action on literally tomorrow that can get you in a better position in three, four, five years down the road to be to be at least more aligned how you should be, you know. And I think that I, there were so many takeaways, and obviously I want to know from you because you're the one that listens, so that's 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 the most important part. But you know, really for me, uh, I think I expected you know that they'd be great conversations, and I would learn a lot. I didn't expect how touched I would be by the stories. I didn't know how. Um, emotionally charged the conversations would be. And I didn't know how transparent people would be. These are a stranger for the most part. And so that was the thing that stood out to me. It was like how transparent people got and how emotional they got with their stories and how willing they were to share their hurdles and the struggles. Even like this last episode with Tracy Jackson, who I worked with for years, I didn't know she was going to talk about how much of a struggle it was at times, you know, because we were all friends and I was there for a lot of that. And so those kind of moments, you know, really stuck with me and I think will stick with me forever.
1: Yeah. And dare I say that with you saying like, Hey, it was like, Hey, you got to talk to so-and-so I know someone and you got to talk to so-and-so dare I I say it organically just kind of came together for you. And it became a season that like, I couldn't get enough of. I remember when you hit me up, and you're like, "The season's over." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And you're like, "There were 14 episodes." I was like, "There were."
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: so that no, was great.
0: All right. So before we get into your three big takeaways from the podcast, I want to give people who never listened to an episode or maybe caught one or two, like just a teaser of each episode. Sound good? Okay. Okay. So. For the people listening or watching, you won't know this about CK, but I discovered something tonight about CK. If you give her like a person, like a name or like an event, she can put like a one or two word like explanation to it like this. Like it's it's this pretty amazing skill you have, CK, right? So we're going to put it to the test. We're going to put you on the spot. I'm going to go through all 14 episodes like lightning quick. And as soon as I say the name, you just got to blurt out a short description of the episode, something that that's like, going to grab everyone's attention. Sound good?
1: Okay. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Let's do
0: this. Okay. So this is season two recap with CK, the 32nd bullet edition. Here we go. Are you ready? Go. Go. Lori Torcas, president of Ristonic. Redemption. Julie Rigby, global VP at Temper.
1: Breaking global barriers.
0: Katie Law, founder of Sweet Dreams.
1: Sweet Dreams.
0: <laughs> Michaela Guzzi, founder of Oh the People You Meet.
1: Traveling with Intention.
0: Uh, Christina Dyer, CEO of Noble Ventures.
1: Bonding through adventure.
0: Yes. Susan Walvius, CEO, co-CEO of Cheeks.
1: Ooh, nothing but net.
0: Ah, yes. CK, you.
1: Uh, identity crisis. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lisa Tan, CMO Reverie.
1: All about the base. B A S E. Yeah, base.
0: all about the base. <laughs> um, Sandra Campos, CEO of Project Vert, amazing. Uh,
1: designing inspiration.
0: Yes. Um, okay, Holla, Holly and Shanna from uh, Bed Gear Execs. Uh,
1: championship team.
0: Yes. Tima El Haj. Founder.
1: Six, yeah, success from down under.
0: Success from down under, Australia, yes. Uh, Rena Merchant.
1: Okay, you just got to Google her. <laughs> you just got to Google her.
0: Yes, she's very inspirational. Just Google her. Trust us. Yeah. Uh, Alex Vallis.
1: influencer. You, you did that one. Accidental
0: influencer, yes. <laughs> Tracy Jackson. Only, only. You know, only, only. <laughs> only,
1: only, only.
0: Yes. So, um, and I didn't mention, so Rena Merchant, obviously Google exec, Alex Valles, uh, new SVP for Diaper, Tracy Jackson, uh, CEO of HREZ. And then here we are at the Bravo episode, which so far is flirting on disaster, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Every time we get on air together.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. So now we're officially ready to get your feedback. What were your big takeaways?
1: You know, uh, I think I'm gonna try to do this like as again. I can talk about all these episodes for hours. Uh, there was so much, but one of the first takeaways I got in just hearing all these stories is is that confidence. And it's not. It's I don't know how to say it. It's 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 not arrogance, right? It's it's not this like false belief that you know you you can do anything and everything. But it's this confidence and. You can hear it in the way that every guest on every episode is speaking, they have this confidence in who they are, and what they're capable of what their potentials are, despite any of the challenges. And it's kind of just as simple as that when you are on the phone with someone if they're smiling if you're watching right now that's a different story but if you're listening you might hear a difference in my tone right now just because I just started smiling. And if that can be carried on through just sound and voice, like imagine what body language can do and a few different people in these episodes have mentioned that, right? And so something about that confidence of knowing despite what maybe inequalities are out there right now that we're trying to balance out or any other struggles to each person individually, having that confidence yourself first goes a long way. That's like the first step. And that's how you present yourself. So that was that was one key takeaway is never Love forget it. to have confidence in yourself first. Yeah, um, yeah. and then the second one, the second takeaway is uh, resilience. It's resilience. You know, there's something to be said about the stories of these these failure stories, if you will, failure. I'm going to put air quotes around the word because it's not really failure if you're learning from it and you, you turn it into an opportunity, right? And what it is, is I'm seeing and hearing all these different stories about resilience from like you, you can't travel if COVID has locked everyone and everything down. So what do you do in that situation? And that's an example from, you know, episode uh, with, with Michaela. So like just examples like that of resilience, like roadblocks, challenges, they happen to everybody. They happen to you, Brett. They happen to me. They happen, you know, in different times of your life. It might not even have to do with work, it might not even be a work challenge. It might be something happening, you know, in life. Like talk about having to become a single parent and working at the same time, trying to balance that and finding yourself in those situations. Like resilience is a word that I hold pretty dear to myself because you have to believe that in order to get through whatever humps those are, you've got to be resilient. Mm-hmm. So confidence and resilience, um, and then the third takeaway, uh, and this is a little bit different of a perspective I'm taking from hearing all these episodes is that, that we're moving in the right direction that's my main main takeaway from all of this is hearing from these uh, dare I say successful and sound, seemingly happy I don't know if you are I hope you are if you're listening and you're on these episodes <laughs> but you seem to be happy and successful and you've, you've uh, accomplished the things that you wanted to maybe not even the way that you envisioned it but at the end of the day you know, we're moving in the right direction, which is why we're able to have these conversations. We're able to have a topic like this on season two. Um, you know, I'm having this conversation with you right now, you know, and just saying thank you and being appreciative of everyone's efforts cohesively and getting us to where we are now. And we still have a lot of work to do to balance out diversity, inclusion, and just building the future really, right? And giving everyone the right tools. So I'd wanna say thank you uh for the season but also to all the speakers and the guests uh on the season like what you've really shown me is that we're moving in the right direction and there are people we can lean on that we're not alone no matter who you are where you are and that was my second key or sorry third key takeaway from this season is we're moving in the right direction we're having all the right conversations and that Mm -hmm. is valuable i mean i don't you don't get that out of every podcast you know so
0: yeah no, I love it. You know, I think that I'm, you know, that really makes me feel great. You know, that that's what you're getting from it, you know, as a listener. Um, and cause I got the same things you know, just sitting across <laughs> talking to these people, you know? Uh, but I think that I agree with you in that, um, every time i would ask at the end right for advice i'd always say hey if you're going to give someone advice you know maybe you're going to give a young lady advice on like hey i, I want to go into an industry that's maybe underrepresented or i'm going to give it, uh, my younger self advice right so much of the advice was really like know your worth know that you're 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 good just yeah. as you are and you've got the skill and you have the talent and you know you're going to make it here and here and here you don't have to worry about fitting in you know i mean that that really resonated with me i remember um you know, I can look down the list and I can talk about any of these episodes, but Rena mm-hmm. version story when she talked about a couple of things, but you know, she talked about, oh, I wanted to go into engineering and tech and eventually coding. And she talked about her first engineering class was 300 people. And I think there was eight females, you know, i like, so imagine yeah. sitting there and then she, you know, ends up working her way up and this amazing career at all these um, unbelievable companies. And eventually Google now as this executive, but she said, Hey, as early on in my career, I had to be somebody else because I thought I needed to be that person to fit in. And now right. I'm like this person who's me, I'm me. And I've realized that the things that made me, t- you know, talented and really good at what I do um, is, is who I was destined to be. And I should have been from the start, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I look back at my career and I can remember early on, you know, trying to be someone I wasn't, you know, I'm a SoCal surfer, you know, that's kind of my vibe. That's <laughs> who I am. It's the, and that's the truth. So, you know i shouldn't shy away from what makes me me right um and thankfully i had different mentors and and people along the way that had told me like dude be you you know be what makes you special you know and i think that um i that kept coming up so many times you know and so if you're younger and you're just getting out of college or you're in work or I don't care if you're older, it doesn't really matter age, but like wherever you are in your job, I mean, take the lessons that they're telling everyone, which is you've got to be you, you know, that transparent, authentic self is what seems to be propelling so many of these people to eventually finally finding their success.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And that ties into once you're able to kind of encompass that from your day to day life and just. Are yourself genuinely every day in every moment what you can then do is have people see you and connect with you and truly understand you because if you've got that mask or a wall or facade you know there it's really hard to be recognized for your true potential just it's it's a conundrum right like if you have it that way and tracy's episode at the end where she's talking about just learning people's names and connecting with people like that really just ended that season really well for me in terms of, like I said, we're moving in the right direction and having these conversations. But prior to this, it was hard to even fathom where to start having those conversations. Am I supposed to have them with my boss, with my partner, with my family? Like, that's weird, you know, this is just mm-hmm. something we're kind of all going through. Like, who? Do, where do you start? And now we have all these resources, all these amazing yes. people you can reach out to. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's definitely one of my key takeaways. We have a community that is uh, just growing yeah. It's really just growing.
0: No, absolutely. And I would say, you know, can you comment on that for people listening? Which is, you know, you're you're the perfect example of of someone who's connected with basically everyone who came on the show. Right. Like, yeah. And, and that's what's so amazing to, yeah. about these guests. I mean, I just I loved it because even during the episodes, people I would always ask at the end, like, hey, how can people connect? They'd always be like, Well, just reach out to me. And so I know you would just reach out to people and they they've been amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, super responsive and awesome, and even if we don't have um, the right conversation in place right now, I know that that resource is there, right? Like for um, Christina Dyer's episode, now I know Noble Adventures is is available, so I never even thought that something like that existed, right? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, absolutely, And in terms of just opening different doors and having conversations with people who have made it to a certain place, and I didn't even think that it, it existed. Like I've learned so much from just listening to these episodes, but also I know that the resource is there if I want to connect yet. So yeah, that's awesome. It's and, priceless. It's really priceless.
0: Oh, hundred percent, you know, and um, tell me, you know, I know it's like putting you on the spot. It's difficult, but since we have the list, we see all 14 of these people, you know, what were some of your favorite, if you look down the list, some of your favorite Ooh, episodes? I, I was so
1: scared. I, was I know. <laughs> I know. I'm putting
0: you on the spot. And also, or you could just pick out some of the stories that maybe really resonated with you, you know, since it is a, a podcast about people's stories.
1: Oh, that's really hard. Um, I can just find a cop out and choose my own episode and just call it that, right? Because yes. I, can, I don't want to choose it. um you have to. From... From the first episode with with Lori speaking, it immediately became one of my favorites. because, um, again, she's we talked about this, and she's one of the trailblazers, you know, for women in the industry. And that redemption of being told like, "Nah, you can't do this," like, and then coming back and you know becoming president, like, that's awesome. Um, so I I love that story of redemption. Um, so that stuck with me. Maybe it was because it was the first episode. Maybe not. You know. Either way um I'm just gonna do one in the beginning one kind of in the middle and one in the end just to be fair uh I I can't choose you you can't put me on the spot like that so um in the middle of that um yeah actually Sandra Campos's um episode really hit me too um I'm I'm first generation you know here and hearing that going back to school you know and, and stuff like that and just just it, there's something to that 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 hit me a little bit different um with being in tech as well right and being in an industry that like not a lot of females are in we're just going outside of the mattress industry now I'm just talking about it could be anywhere so um I've been there I've been in the music industry and it's very male dominated right so I get it um so that was really inspiring for me to hear and then at, in the end like Alex and Tracy's episode I did I don't know all, all, honestly I can't even talk about it like all the episodes were amazing but Alex's episode um, really I'm not a single parent I don't I don't have any kids right now um, not yet anyway but I can only imagine what it's like right now I'm like thinking about balancing like your your home life your social life your and all that stuff with at the same time just doing something you're passionate about you know and she just did it organically and all of a sudden is an influencer because people saw the genuine just passion that she had for what she was doing Mm-hmm. You know, and the less effort you put into like doing it for the clout, if you will, quote unquote, you know, it just happens. Um, and Tracy's, I have to just say that Tracy's episode will always kind of just stick with me because I've heard Tracy's name in so many different audiobooks I've listened to, uh, so many other podcast episodes I've mm-hmm. listened to related to like, you know, bringing up sleep train stories and everything. And, um, and just hearing how her upbringing really influenced how she went about connecting with people. Um, And my parents are the same, like my parents are still around and they are some of the most welcoming, hospitable people ever. You know, they they don't judge, they're so non-judgmental. They judge me just fine, but (laughs) that's a story for another day. But picking up the qualities from them that made me who I am today, uh, that really stuck out with me too. So, man, I'm sweating because I feel so put on the spot. I'm looking at all these episodes and I'm like, I want to talk about all of them. Um, yes. And I'm not just saying that they were all amazing. So I just, I was just trying to be fair and go, you know, a little bit here and there.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was a safe sort of cop out, but you gave us some good stuff. So, and I couldn't agree with you more. Um, so what would you say, you know, for someone who didn't hear any of the episodes this season, you know what? What's your since we worked together, and, and obviously you were in this season? What's the sales pitch? Like, why should someone invest? You know, forty five minutes to listen to these some of these episodes.
1: Oh my gosh, um, I kind of said it earlier when I was giving my initial like feedback, but you know, there's something to be said about hearing from people that you normally don't. You know, a lot of these other podcasts and stuff they'll feature the same demographic and now you get someone like Tracy, who's an only, only, only. You know? um, but hearing it from different perspectives, like that's my sales pitch. Is you, I've learned things by listening to these episodes that I never would've heard anywhere else, I don't think, that you know, applies to what I'm trying to do right now. If you are young and upcoming and think you're upcoming or think you wanna be upcoming, like this is something you should listen to because these are stories that you wouldn't hear elsewhere. These are stories, genuinely vulnerable stories about people's failures and successes. And when I say people, I mean, people who identify as female in this industry, which is kind of hard, it's, it's difficult. You, it's difficult to even find these people. And so kudos mm-hmm. to you, Brett, for finding 14 to, to talk to in just one season, but we're growing and that's great. But hearing this because the, I think it was mentioned in one of the episodes where it's companies who have this diversity and inclusion and understand it from that different perspective who are finding success. success you know, um, we're headed that way. So you ha- kind of have to understand that. Uh, but yeah, they're super awesome, funny stories. There are a few funny stories in there. Um, super relatable stories as well. You know, even though you didn't have the exact same experience, they're super relatable. Um, yeah, I don't have the experience of leaving my phone in an Uber or a taxi cab, but you know, <laughs> not yet. Don't I know, there's, me. <laughs>
0: there's so many good ones. Um, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that's That's a way better pitch than I could have given, you know, myself. So I appreciate it. And I thank you so much, you know, for your support and, you know, the reality is, and I said this, I think a bunch on the podcast, but if it wasn't for CK and, you know, the team that I have at Avocado of these amazing, you know, female leaders, you know, I wouldn't have done, I just wouldn't have done the season, you know, I have that inspiration. And then I really believe that I'm hoping everyone on the team is now in a better position because they're able to see people that they can look up to. Right. Because newsflash, like I'm not that person. (laughs) I can be as good of a leader as I can be, but at the end of the day, I'm not a female and I don't understand certain things. And that's cool. That's life, you know, but I think that what we don't want to do is we don't want to look back at this industry or any of these industries, but Hey, we're on this one. So I can talk about mattress furniture specifically. We don't want to look back in five years and be sitting here. We want to be, you know, elevating and into a different place and have a more diverse leadership group in the entire industry. And I think that, as you said, these are the conversations we have to start. And then mm-hmm. it can't be just conversation. It has to be action. And that was the thing that came up with quite a bit, because I would always ask people, how do we get more females in leadership? How do we get more diversity? Right? Well, everyone said the same thing. You have to be actionable. It has to be a part of your leadership DNA to say, it's not acceptable the way we look now we have to make steps to do this. So that means we have to look into different places to recruit. We have to go into different job portals. We have to go to different universities in different areas of town, like whatever it is to start recruiting. And then once we do find people who might fit into these only categories or only other categories, well, then we need those people to also help recruit in those specific areas because there was a lot of, you know, whether it was Katie or a lot of different people said, hey, I found a lot of success once I was there because then it was Mm -hmm. like I was able to, you know, directly recruit people who, you know, you know went to the same things and, and did the same things as I did. And so it's like, okay, it all seems relatively clear and simple, but yet there's still so many that aren't doing it. And I think that these people showed a, a really cool roadmap that just takes effort. But at the end of the day, there's really no excuses that, no, that any company shouldn't be doing this.
1: No, absolutely. And we also have to remember to also look outside of the industry sometimes, right? Because there are so many transferable skills from Mm -hmm. different roles that you're playing in life, whether it be a job or elsewhere, you know? So, yeah, you can even look outside the industry to grow the industry as we should, actually, because there are so many transferable skills.
0: 100%. And And we have to do one of the other things that came up a lot, too, was making sure that we start marketing it you know, so you can't just, you know, and to other segments, and you've got to get people who, who, um, who go out of their way to say like, hey, over here, we actually have this really cool industry. Yeah, it may not look from the outside, like it's super welcoming, but actually everyone's cool. And this is what we're doing. And you know, whatever that is, and that's how we can get them. So, so I love that. It was such a great season. Um, I'm sad to kind of a bow on it, you know, I'm, I, yeah, it was I just, yeah. I mean, emotionally it was kind of a crazy few months, you know, these episodes were so much fun and so inspiring and kind of like some of them were emotionally draining too, just because they were heavy and which is great. Um, but that being said, I'm really excited about season three.
1: Yeah. So, yeah are you going to give us a little teaser about yes,
0: it? Yes, I am. So, uh, season three is going to focus all on, getting to know the people behind the words. So it is all authors um, of all kinds of genres. And I've, Ah. I've already recorded the first four episodes. It's unreal, blowing my mind, the stuff I'm learning. So, you know, these will be from all different genres, all different types of industries. But ultimately, these are books that everybody who listens to this podcast, I firmly believe like you need to read this book, listen to the book, whatever it is. And so... We give 10,000 foot views, you know, kind of stories around the book, but really it's a chance to meet these authors and like what got them to write, right? What was the tipping point that actually made them put pen to paper? How do they do it? They tell stories. And then at the end of the day, what's really cool is they actually give advice for for people who are sitting out there sitting on these great ideas. Because we all are, right? We all have ideas and we're like, all have that fantasy about like, well, I could write a book on XYZ, but 99.99% of us will never do it. And so I ask everyone well, what, like, how did you just do it? Right. And so the stories were pretty cool. And, and they're actually all so far kind of similar. And so I'm hoping it really motivates uh, like the next generation of authors. So I'm, I'm pumped. Like, it's really cool. So instead awesome. of see season two, go season three is going to be all time.
1: I'm stoked for season three. And I, I get the feeling that I might hear some familiar voices. And if not, I have some recommendations of some authors that, you know, you might want yes. to interview. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's that's
0: that's the new strategy i do one interview and i'm like hey who do you know so since you no, are awesome. star of episode 17 you know i need uh, as many intros as i can
1: <laughs> of course brett we'll get there i'll get you in <laughs> awesome thanks for having me brett
0: awesome ck thanks again so we will see you at the end of season three for the
1: next recap i'll be there see yes. you guys awesome thanks <laughs>